daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Now, Clint and Shane don't show us no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to The Sandler Pit, the podcast that says, poor stupid pigs. You know what Jesus' biggest mistake was, huh? He didn't offer up a sacrifice in his stead. Was that Barnyard? (laughs) No, it's from the film Mandy, which we're watching this week. The film Mandy with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, that's what we're watching this week, isn't it? No. What are we watching? We're watching the film Becky. Oh, what's that? Well, the <laughs> <laughs> worst intro of any episode ever. That was good. Lord, so this is... I, liked that. I liked that more than I thought I would. <laughs> so this is the Sandler Pit. I'm Luke, and this is also another man called Luke. Say hello. Hello. Yeah, and uh, this is a podcast where we watch and talk about all of Adam Sandler's films and TV shows and appearances uh, and sometimes we just don't cover anything that he's even slightly had anything to do with. No, we even watch a Nicolas Cage film where he uses a chainsaw and gets blood <laughs> on his face. We're not watching Mandy, which a film I do really love. But what are we watching this week? We're watching another film that's got a women's, a woman's name at the start of it. And it's Becky, which Becky. is a Kevin James film that we were um, told has been recently put on Prime Video by a yeah, listener so... called Harry Henty. Yeah, don't really know anything about it other than that he's a neo-Nazi in it, apparently. Yeah, so I think we spoke about it ages ago because we went through the filmography of all of the grown-ups to kind of desperately source content. So I had this in my mind. I've had Monster House, uh, Madagascar, you know, all the big hitters. Billy Madison. Billy, No, no, we're not doing that. Uh... But I've had this in my mind for a while. And it does look like a completely different thing that, that Kevin James is trying out here. So he's playing, what, a neo-Nazi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposedly. And it, yeah, it just looks like a horror. It's 18 rated, came out two years ago. Yeah. It's an hour and a half long, which is nice. Yeah, it's a, a thriller and, yeah, short runtime. Originally, it was meant to be Simon Pegg as the main character. Um, so Simon Pegg was meant to be you wouldn't think to replace imagine him in Shaun of the Dead Kevin James (laughs) that'd be really good (laughs) or Mission Impossible (laughs) again very any Simon Pegg character see Kevin James could play any Simon Pegg character but Simon (laughs) Pegg couldn't play every Kevin James character you couldn't see him as Paul Blart yeah that's a good point if I couldn't yeah talk about acting um, but yeah, so he dropped out because of a scheduling conflict and Kevin James took over. Um, we've also got Joel McHale and um, Amanda Bruegel, Lulu Wilson. Who are these I don't know people? who any of these... I don't know. I know Joel McHale from yeah. uh, Community, but... Yeah, he's the, good. The we've best... seen him before, haven't we? We have. The best hair transplant in the business. <laughs> what was he in that we watched before? Was it Blended? Uh, yeah, he was the maniac like villain in Blenders. Wasn't yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued by this one. Like we've any time that I see those things about it, I'm like, yeah, that could be fun. 
and it can't be any less exciting than the film we watched last time the fact that it's like a revenge thriller or whatever it is is going to be a hundred times better than a film about like 10 families that hate phones or whatever the fuck yeah. their children was <laughs> this will be a breath of fresh air like no matter what this will be better than that um so this is our first time going back to kevin james since uh home team which we watched uh, a couple of weeks ago About three episodes ago was it three or four yeah and the uh the episode just came out at the time of recording and uh we've had the directors the the canines uh, comment on our post which has made us feel really really sad and bad <laughs> yeah. to be fair it's weird because like we could be seen as being like trolls moaning about mm. films and stuff we we could be lumped in with those sort of people which is kind of what we sort of do every week we do just yeah. moan about films and stuff but like when you actually see someone responding to it in that have worked hard on it i don't think we've got the balls to back that up no we (laughs) do not like i don't think we treated that film the same way that we did like when it happened with click with frank karachi we were just like outright saying everything in this film was shit but like this time at least it was a film that we gave some praise to but overall just like didn't fully deliver for us i guess i don't feel as bad about that i i feel worse about this one because uh frank karachi came in like Guns blazing. Guns blazing angry at us saying we need to get our facts straight, which was really dramatic. But Dan Kinane, he's been like really nice. And he's like, oh, the Sandler Pit's not that bad. And he (laughs) was hoping for the James Chamber. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this is a nice man. Oh, fuck. We forgot the James Chamber existed. (laughs) I forgot the James Chamber existed. I didn't say it in the episode. (laughs) 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 This guy knows our law. (laughs) He's better than we are. Um, Um, But yeah, I think. Thank fuck we were, like, nice and said, like, we can't wait to see whatever they do next. I, I still yeah. stand by all that stuff and, like, home team. I think yeah, it's literally... just, like, it was our first film back as well. Yeah, I reckon if but... we'd watched it after Men, Women and Children, we'd have been like, yeah. Oh, God damn. A million times better. But it's that they're young and creative. And I, I love the fact that they've gone from YouTube create creators during lockdown doing really good short films and that I really liked, particularly that fishing one, which I've told every single person about and it even got mentioned in our email uh, from oh, yeah. harry henty <laughs> was mentioning that he found the youtube channel because of because of us rambling on about it but yeah, yeah i am really good work there bringing that to the <laughs> forefront but no i am really excited to see their next feature and yeah i think that's visual style is really cool long live the yeah. canines More long live the canines <laughs> all of yeah <laughs> when we're dead and buried they'll still be carrying <laughs> But it's it's is weird when we get people who we've spoken about actually interacting with our stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually, we're just used to just screaming into the void. But yeah, like usually, it's just bots that comment on our Instagram post. So it's nice it to have is. an actual human do it. DM us for a new theme song, as as if they haven't heard <laughs> Joe Tyrone's absolute fire that we have at the start. Oh. Uh, but no, enough of that. Yeah, we're not we're we're not here to just talk about our about the the canines. We're here to be serious and talk about Becky. Yeah, a different Kevin James film where he's a murdering psychopath, I think. Yeah, so again, this does look very different to what we usually cover. Are we going to do a Sandler scale? Yeah. A James Journal this time? We might have to make this one Madison again two weeks in a row. That'd be pretty fun if you actually do it this time. Depends if I finish watching it 10 minutes before the next one, which is (laughs) very likely. So let's talk. We've never covered a horror film, have we? 
It's a thriller, though. It's described as a thriller. It's described as that, but all of the similar films are all horror films on IMDb. Like Freaky's there, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Antlers, No Exit. Like a lot of horror-y looking films. The poster looks like a horror film. It's all red. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> it, it sounds like a slasher film. A teenager's weekend at a lake house with her father takes a turn for the worst when a group of convicts wreak havoc on their lives. That doesn't okay. sound like a thriller, does it? That's not Gone Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks very different. Uh, what's your opinion of horror films? I've fa- I've got like a newfound love of horror in the last couple of years because growing up, the time we were like teenagers, which is when you should love horror films, I think, really. Um, the biggest things were like Paranormal Activity and like exorcist, yeah. exorcism kind of films and like ghosts and stuff. I don't find that particularly scary, but I love recent horror films. Like I love Midsummer, liked like The Witch, those sort of films. Like I think it's such a good genre for weird stuff. Get Out, those kind Malignant. of things. Malignant. Malignant. I enjoyed, but hated. <laughs> I fucking loved Malignant. It was so like cheesy. The, so the, stupid. The cinematography was sick. It was great. I don't know. It made me cringe. It reminded me of like a <laughs> film where someone loves listening to Limp Biscuit. It felt really like new metal. <laughs> I don't know why. There was times where I was like convinced that like a Linkin Park song was going to start. And I do like no, Linkin Park, but still. I'm the same when it comes to horrors. Like I. I remember watching one, I think this is the most scared I've ever been in my life, was watching Insidious. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I watched it, I remember the fucking... The little uh, devil Darth, man. The little Darth Maul looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's horrible. When he's so Shat myself. Yeah, and then at the end when he gets the old lady hands, that really scared me. Yeah, and then I remember getting the bus back. I was at Meadowhall, I was watching <laughs> it there at the View of Cinema. Course. And then I got the bus back and it dropped the X5 from Sheffield to all our Dillington listeners. Nice. And I got like, I was walking back and I was really, really scared. Like me and my friend were like scaring each other on the bus. And I was like really scared. And I was like walking back all like trembling. You had a red makeup on. Yeah. And a carrier bag flew into my face and it (laughs) fucking, I screamed and I like ran all the way home. Really spooked me out. But I've gotten better with horror films. I like the old ones as well, like The Shining and mm. kind of slashes from the 80s, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. I went back quite recently and watched like the original Friday the 13th, which was better than I expected it to be. It's quite really? Good. Yeah, have you seen it? I don't really like the first one just because there's no like monster, is there? It's just the mum. Yeah, but that's better, I think, than like some weird yeah. ghoul. I kind of like fa- that twist. I didn't, I didn't know that was the twist, so it like, actually surprised me. My favourite out of all those films is Freddy vs. Jason. Fucking love it. <laughs> what about Jason X? Or it's like set in the future. I <laughs> love Jason X. I remember watching that with my first my first ever girlfriend. I watched that with her little sister. My girlfriend and her dad went out. And oh, they were wow, like, it was a just... couple. <laughs> <laughs> it is Diddington, mate. They were married. Uh, now, they went to like, I think they were picking up a car for her. Like they were buying something and I was round. Right. And they were like, I'll oh, just sit with the sister. So I like sat with this like eleven year old kid and I was like, oh That's so put weird. J- put on Jason X. <laughs> like the <laughs> the best film ever. It's sick. It was great. <laughs> we bonded over it. Oh, that is quite sweet. But yeah, I, I do I do quite like horror more than I used to give it credit. So yeah. hopefully Becky's another entry into a, 
a good genre. Um, I'm excited as well. Um, have you anything else you want to say? No, let's do our evil let's talk. Sandler yeah. scale. Sandler scale. Or so, James Journal. Yeah, so we have a James Journal, which is a list of tropes that we usually see in these films, which is stuff like makeover sequence and Pepsi and uh, KFC and heart unearned heartfelt moments. Uh, how much KFC and Pepsi do you think is going to be in this slasher film? I've heard one of the biggest kills in this is that um, Kevin James <laughs> kills someone with a chicken drumstick from KFC. <laughs> and he that would drinks be their cool. brains of a straw in <laughs> burps after doing it. He burps farts. <laughs> after drinking blood out of someone's skull. <laughs> That's the cover sword. <laughs> Kevin James drinking the blood out of a man's brain. Can you imagine he's a killer and like, you know how there's always like a good slasher with like a great name? He's is like the colonel because he kills everyone with KFC all the time. <laughs> colonel Chaos. <laughs> how would you uh how would you kill someone if you <laughs> you're gonna kill someone? Um probably a knife. I don't know. I'm always sort of in it for the long game, so it'd probably be a long sort of over weeks and weeks, probably lots of like torture, blackmail, maybe oh, sort God. Of break into people's houses and like just hide their things so they think they're going insane. Oh and yeah. Slowly, yeah. slowly do like little tricks where you sort of I don't know, sand off parts of their bedpost so their bed get lower and lower to the floor. <laughs> and then by the time that they've not noticed it and they're like literally on like a mattress on the floor, that's when I would come out of their cupboard, shine the torch <laughs> up at my face. And I <laughs> stab them to death in the eyes. <laughs> Screaming, Mum, Mum, this is for not loving me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> What's that on where they sand the bed? That that sends something. Is that in the twits? Or like, <laughs> yeah, it's in the twits. In the twits. <laughs> the classic murder is the twits. Oh yeah, then I'd make them stand on their heads until they disappeared. They're based on the Fred and Rose, the aren't they? The twits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, doesn't never kill get... anyone. That's fucked up. Yeah, they get murdered by that fucking monkey <laughs> and a pelican. Have I made that up? There's a film coming out of it, isn't there? Is there? God damn. I think that's it's like a... an animated one, but I'm quite excited for it because I can't remember the story other than it being like it's, pretty a, fucked it's up. genuinely unpleasant. Like it's, it's good. I was David Cronenberg's George... The Twits. <laughs> the new yeah. film. I like George's marvelous medicine as well, where he just gives his grandma like fucking anything and she's horrible. And then she just like grows really big and like <laughs> crazy. That's how I'd kill someone. That's good. I like that. Oh dear. Um do you think it's gonna be tropey? Um, no, not even slightly. Chance? It's not even anything to do with. He didn't write it. He didn't get involved. Like he's gone against type for a reason. It'd be weird if he's there, like burping and yeah, being a bit naughty with Alan Covert. That'd be a bit strange. Before we've actually watched the film, the last thing we should actually talk about is why do you think he's done this? Can't believe you've Good done question. this. Why is he doing it? I think. Like he's an actor and he wants to show off his act. Like, why did he do the uh, YouTube channel during lockdown? Why did he do Kevin like, why? Can Wait? Like, why is he doing anything he does? I think he just wants to just do things he enjoys. This feels and make... like, it feels like a statement that maybe didn't make as much traction as you'd expect or something, you know? Well, you've got to look at like the year before this, Adam Sandler, the guy we talk about every bloody week, he releases a film that gets oscar buzz people are obsessed with it people love his performance kevin james was jealous of uncut gems so he made a film where he's a neo-nazi hunting a little girl yeah i think he he, i think he's 
they're all kind of seeing the benefit of occasionally going against type, like Stranger Than Fiction and Truman Show. They're all like good films where a comedy actor has done something a bit different. Mm. Good for him. I'd rather him do this. I'm not against it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just intrigued because like it is such a left field turn. We could ask the Canaan's on. It's kind of like we've seen there's been similar things recently hasn't there um obviously vince vaughn went away for years and then came back and did freaky and true detective and serious stuff so yeah but he start he started his career where everyone was like what do we make this guy do like they made him in he was in psycho swingers he he was in swingers he was in jurassic park 2 it was like this guy what what is he yeah no one really knew he's good in freaky um who else though? There's there was another one recently. Is it Jason Jason Siegel came back and he did like a a weird like erotic thriller or something, didn't he? I think it's interesting. You see all these comedy guys, they're all coming back to not do comedy anymore. And I think it is interesting because a lot of comedy actors are just really good at acting as well as yeah, being they comedians. Are pretty good, so aren't they? I'm I'm fine with it as long as we still get some shitty comedies occasionally. I mm. I we, I don't remember the last time I've really seen a comedy in the cinema. I think we've spoken about that before, but yeah. Did you not watch the Nicolas Cage one? I didn't know. That was um, great. That's something. Was once you've watched that, that's something we need to talk about. Adam Sandler doing something similar to that. What a really meta to. film. Yeah, I was thinking of one where he has Alzheimer's and all these other characters come and visit him in hospital. Oh god damn! So the father, <laughs> but with horrible. Adam Sandler characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's such a horrible thought. Um, we'll pitch it. We'll pitch it to the studios. So yeah, I don't really have anything else to say, uh, but I am excited to watch it. Yeah, me too. I think we need to learn how to cut down our intros to not be so long, actually. So I should oh, stop God asking damn. questions. Yeah, you need to stop asking deep questions like, why is he doing this? <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> so uh, grab your um, knife. <laughs> yeah. Grab your bucket of blood and your... Uh, you Nazi regalia? Because yeah, grab we're, your signed uh, copy of Mein Kampf. Because we're joining Kevin in the woods <laughs> for a nice dose of Nazism. But will it make it into the James Chamber? You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. I don't want to have to hurt you. And we are sind zurach! Which is German for and we are back. We've watched the film Becky, <laughs> and we're here. Discuss- <laughs> and we're here to discuss the film Becky. Um, Luke Thomas, what is the plot of the film Becky? Isn't tight. Wait, is that German? <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Becky is about a girl called Becky, uh, who is a teenager. I-, I don't know if they say her age. She's anywhere between ten and. 19. Are you a teenager when you're 10? Today we're between 13 and and 19. She's 18 and she lives in the US and her mum has died of, I think, cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, Now she just lives with her her dad who's Joel McHale um, from Community. And they're going out to this old, I don't know, lake house? Yeah. Where where was it? I didn't even, I couldn't gauge where they were. It, lo- it looked different in a couple of shots, didn't it? There was somewhere it was just in an empty place, then somewhere it was in a forest. Yeah, I think so I'm not exactly sure. Lake house. They go to... say lake house. 
lake house. They go to their holiday home and then they are ambushed by a bunch of neo-Nazis led by the enigmatic Kevin James playing Dominic with a K. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a Dominic, is he? (laughs) No, he's not a Dominic. He's a Dominic. Maybe a Dom. Maybe I'd be like, oh, there's Big Dom. Yeah. Yeah, actually, with his bald head and beard, he's a bit of a Dom, yeah. He's a bit of a Dom. He's a (laughs) sub-Dom. But yeah, uh, so he is, I don't know, he escapes from prison and then they are trying to get a key for, what was it, a big Nazi artefact? What are they after? (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, I think it opens like the Ark of the Covenant or something, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it in a lake house in the middle of like I was really, uh, yeah, that, not to jump too far ahead, but I think that was my biggest disappointment. We never really found out what the key opened. Yeah, as far as I'm aware. But they're after this key and then they're kind of stopped by uh, this this Becky getting in the way. Um, Luke, what did you think of Becky? I didn't mind it. I think for what it is, it, it's fine. It does the job because I never really watch the sort of, I don't want to be harsh, but it's the kind of film you could imagine being on like, you remember when you used to go to like service stations and petrol stations and they'd have like a little bin of cheap films? Yeah. I feel like that's what I thought of maybe like to to relate to our podcast, like going overboard. You'd find that in one of those and that's a really bad one and you would be annoyed if even if you did spend like a pound to watch it. Whereas this, if you spent like a couple of quid to watch it, it's not too bad, but it's it's nothing new and original really. This is all things you'd have seen before. It's done fine. I think the standout thing for us is that Kevin James in it is actually pretty ominous and he is a bit scary, but he's also very small next to this really big man. (laughs) Yeah, if you hired Kevin James to be in this film, and I don't know how tall Kevin James is, I can't remember. We've definitely spoken about it before (laughs) because we're obsessed with heights. Let me just quickly check. Um, So he doesn't look like a small guy in general. But if you're going to make him your villain, don't hire his bodyguard to be... The biggest uh, man ever. The biggest man who's ever lived. He's 1.73 metres. He's shorter than Adam Sandler. (laughs) Yeah, that much is true. He's he's 5'6". That's pretty small, isn't it? Oh, he is small. Yeah. (laughs) Little man. There's one bit in this where he takes his shirt off to show his Nazi tattoos. He's got loads on his body. And he's got a really muscly back. Did you see that? (laughs) He's still got that here comes the boom body. (laughs) It never goes away. It's just permanently there. It's always there. Um, But yeah, I didn't didn't mind it. I definitely didn't hate it, but um, I would probably never watch it again. And to be honest, I'm not that excited for the sequel, Becky 2, The Wrath of Becky, which is confirmed and has Stifler playing the neo-Nazi this time. No, 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 no. What, really? Yeah. They're doing Becky 2, The Wrath of Becky. That's the name of it. Yeah. One of the worst names ever. You're never supposed to have the same word in the title unless it's like the or of. (laughs) Sean William Scott, I haven't seen him in anything in ages. Uh, He's currently starring in the... I think it might have been cancelled already, but I could be wrong. Um, US version of This Country. Don't know if you've ever seen that. (laughs) He's playing the priest in it. Fuck off. They haven't done a US remake of this yeah. country. And it's got the worst name ever, which, like, if you heard this name, you'd think, yeah, that show's getting cancelled. It's called Welcome to Flatch. <laughs> but, like, this country is very 
very British. Like it's yeah. There's it, people in Daisy there's Cooper. probably people in the UK that would watch it and not understand like the references. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone um, outside of like parts of the UK getting that. So it's weird that they've tried to do a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from Flatch, Ohio. And um, some yeah, would say Sean... Ohio is the Somerset of uh, <laughs> the US. I think that's what it says on all the signs when you when you go it's there. Windworth. Yeah, he's father. He's playing Joseph Father Joe Binghoffer. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> Can't wait to watch. Paul Paul Feig uh, directed it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's got big people behind it. I think. So he's coming back. So he's in my favourite film ever, Evolution, which, uh, have you seen that? I thought you were going to say American Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Is that the worst one? <laughs> it's all right. Um, no, I actually haven't seen Evolution, even though you've spoken about it. Cause, so I mean, I've, I'll say it about it again, that I watched it as a kid before I saw Ghostbusters. And I've watched it so many times, and then I watched Ghostbusters. I was like, "This is, this is a rip off of, of Evolution." <laughs> yeah, I had that with Pixels. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> I'm like, you ruined a really good film. But now nah, I like Evolution. It's very underrated. It's fun. He's I coming like back for Evolution Scott. Afterlife as well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd love that. All that cast, all of them perfect. Julianne Moore, David Duchovny, the other guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love the other guy. Good. Is this the earliest we've ever gone off topic? What did you, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I of Becky? I haven't even said what I think of the film. <laughs> um, yeah, it was all right. Like, um, <laughs> I don't really have much to say. It was, like you said, um, a, a decently made low-budget horror uh, yeah. slash thriller. Um, it felt to me very much like a student film. Um, yeah, it's got that a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, this felt like exactly like uh, Chain Reaction, which I worked on in third year. Um, did, it, did I ever tell you about Chain Reaction? Um, is that the one with the underpass? No, that was the underpass. <laughs> <laughs> Chain Reaction was like a horror film that uh, Andy Oates, Jordan Gooden, James Murden and, and them lot were making. The movie Brats of Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were making this and they and it was about a man who had a chain and he murdered people with a chain. And I was in the film and I, I'm i like another... <laughs> I get murdered with the chain. I'm like an... I'm, I'm a horrible ex-boyfriend and then I start killing people and then I'm like, there's no such thing as this stupid monster and I'm like stabbing people and being all evil and then the chain man comes and smacks me with a chain. Where can I watch it? I'll send it to you later. It's on, it's on <laughs> we Shudder. Can, we can review it on this podcast. <laughs> we should have an episode of reviewing our short films that we made at uni. That would be really funny. And then we make the Madison and say... Yeah. <laughs> we link it cast. back. <laughs> but, no, this felt very much like that. So you can imagine... Because, I mean, Chain Reaction was a bit shite, but... It was fun to make. And I can imagine them going, oh, you know, it'd be really fun if we had Kevin James cut out his own eye. That's yeah. Fun, that's, isn't it? that's the things in this that elevate it enough. Mm. Sometimes you watch these and like they would cut away when it gets to the silly gory bits. But this one, at least they they kind of deliver on those kills. Yeah. There's a bit of I a mean, hint that it's going to be like Home Alone as a horror film. 
you know um the one that has elvis in it but they don't really um they don't really deliver on that as much it's not that elaborate uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> shut up about home alone having elvis in it i'm sick of, sick to death fearing about it well, i just think that it, it, people need to know <laughs> so before we start recording luke terry would not stop talking about elvis presley <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was saying, and his wife has told him to stop, <laughs> stop saying. Oh. <laughs> How are you married? <laughs> so, uh, Doesn't make any sense. Well, do you not remember? You were there. The guy said, "Luke, do you take this woman to be your wife?" And I said, "Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, I do." <laughs> Thank oh, you very much. Yes. Do you remember what my wife walked into? It was Can't Help Fall in Love by Elvis on the organ. <laughs> you know what? I don't actually remember. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was. <laughs> oh, lovely, sir. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Bruce. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll take her from here. <laughs> I think you should do that for the rest of your life. Uh, well, that's that. <laughs> Talk like that. Oh, yeah. God, I met, feel insane. Have you met that guy from Loughton that for some reason has an American Southern accent? Oh, what's it like where you are now? Is it really, like in really hot? Yeah, it's really hot. So another thing I haven't even mentioned or addressed, I'm wearing a security guard shirt to look <laughs> like uh, Kevin James more. Take your hat off. I'll take the hat off. You can't off. say your hair's a mess under it. <laughs> Like you used to. Oh my god, this oh, is just to... like that scene in Becky. <laughs> it used to be so bad. My uh, my hair under a hat, it'd literally be like two or three <laughs> little strand. spikes down. Yeah, it's bad. No, I do look like him in, in Becky a little bit mm. today. Uh, He's got a bigger beard. So thick. He does. And I am kind of growing it. And uh, I looked back at some never... of our trailers and you at one point you did have a really big beard. Yeah, that was... I don't even know why. That wasn't in lockdown or anything. <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, I'm just going to just gonna grow the biggest beard I can. Um, and I think I might have another go at doing it because I think the dichotomy of having no hair on your head and just a beard down to your chest is... Yeah, there is something in that. Pretty um, repugnant. Yeah, and the longer you grow it, the more likely it is to cover the Nazi regalia you have tattooed on your body. <laughs> Genuinely, right. I was thinking, as a reveal, I was going to wear the hat and then draw a Nazi symbol on my Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I, I was, like, like, I was I thinking about that. this because I was watching this and I was thinking, like, oh, what could Luke draw for his pictures? And I, I was like, I don't think I want any swastikas on our uh, Instagram feed. No, I just don't think neither. we can do it. There's a line... Um, there was a line as I was getting the sharpie ready to draw the two lightning bolts into the side <laughs> of my head. I was like, I think this might be a bit too far. So the I didn't, I didn't do it. Eagle on your chest. Um, <laughs> right. Let's try and get this back on track. Let's talk about so, the film a bit. In the sequel, they're going to be neo-Nazis again. Is that just, they're always neo-Nazis? Well, it ends, it ends with her keeping that key, doesn't it? Oh God. So they're going to finally reveal what's in this, the no, mystery. That'll probably be in the third one. They'll reveal it. Like JJ Abrams. <laughs> yeah, can so, you imagine there's a different director and writer in the middle one and they change it <laughs> so that they're the KKK and then the original writer and director comes back in the last one and like <laughs> rewrites it all again. <laughs> it's just like the new Star Wars. 
<laughs> who'd be a legacy character we could bring back and then kill off and piss all the fans off? Well, it starts off somehow Dominic lives. <laughs> Dominic comes back with his half a skull. Oscar Isaac's there. I don't know how, but, <laughs> but Dominic lives. Shooting <laughs> lightning out his stupid hands. And he's um, got a new eye. <laughs> so, so, yeah, in this film, Kevin James is playing Dominic, who's a neo-Nazi who escapes from prison. Uh, what did you think of his performance as Dominic? Well, it was all right actually. I managed to like look past the and oh, there's that nice everyman character we see in all these films. Actually, no, he's never that nice, is he? I think we just like him, yeah. but he is usually a bit of a shit in these films. Um, yeah, I think it was all right. I think if it was in like a better film, it might have made more of an impact because it is mm. a bit bland. Um, as much as I don't mind the film, I think everyone in it's kind of a bit bland to be honest. There's a bit of like there's a, an element of threat like he's clearly a bad guy but i kind of wish there was more people for him to kill mm. you know like maybe if it wasn't just this one small family there if it was like yeah. loads of people and then you can have him like gouging out a man's eyes or like cutting mm. off a man's skin or something and then i'll be like oh shit this guy's horrible yeah. but he kind of he goes back and forth so he shoots he kills a dad he punches him blood splatters everywhere and then uh he then uh, it's implied he kills some kids then he he's branding people he's stabbing people he's shooting people in there in the chest and that's but not then he's thing. like it's not enough because then he's like i i think I, maybe i should adopt you as my new nazi daughter and i was like <laughs> what oh that's quite sweet <laughs> that's i know i was imagining this this lovely montage it's like teaching her to salute properly and stuff. Raising her now, sweetie, up. sweetie, you don't do it like this. <laughs> you do it like. Why do you say <laughs> like he's like take dropping her off at school and she's like Heil Hitler, <laughs> like in the Spider Verse. Say it louder. <laughs> he's on a megaphone, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> say it louder, sweetheart. Before you go in there, sweetie, say it. <laughs> That's horrible. It's weird because he he'll, he's coming in like he speaks perfect German at one point, which is mm-hmm. is really funny. And then dumb, he's right? yeah, and then he's like, I have a I have a an Alsatian myself, and uh, you need to be careful not to breed them with a lower breed. And he's kind of trying to be menacing, but at the end he's like, ah, get it, come on, come on, <laughs> he's like chasing her, but he's really. <laughs> She's running really slowly. And he's running really slowly after her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like loses all his menace at the end. Which, but he doesn't uh, look like a shame. fast runner, though, does he? You'd be a bit surprised if he was like the fucking Flash. No, but he doesn't look like a brawler either. Particularly, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not menacing. The, the man's a the man's a brawler. Yeah, you're. You're. I think you are kind of right with that. The thing about the breeds is quite funny because it's almost like played as if that's the point where we realise he's a Nazi, but we've already seen his swastika <laughs> tattoo on his head. They should have done the reveal because they do a Nazi symbol reveal. And uh, who's playing uh, John McHale's girlfriend in this? She was fucking rubbish in this. Um, <laughs> there, I said it. There's a bit where he's like, you're a big bitch. She says that to Kevin James. Yeah, I was like, she does your kid is being held hostage by him. Like, why are you trying to piss him off? Yeah, Nazis hate being called bitches. Yeah. Like, Amanda yeah, Bruegel, so she, she's called. Amanda Bruegel. So, yeah, she's not very good in this. Uh, 
but as you say, not no one's particularly great, but no. she she delivers the lines really badly. And I think Becky's all right, and Kevin James is all right. Beck is all right, yeah. Joel McHale is awful as well. But he's there's a bit Jeff. where have you seen that? It's called Jeff, yeah. <laughs> Just like in community. I like it's, to think it's the it's same. It's the same man. character. <laughs> he finally gets his comeuppance. But being killed yeah. by Nazis. <laughs> Kevin James <laughs> finally. That's what after mocking Abed and stuff in the first series, that's what he deserved. <laughs> yeah, for being so by slimy in the first series. <laughs> but there's there's like, uh, yeah, so he's saying, oh, we shouldn't mix bloodlines and being all sinister. And then he takes the cap off and it reveals the Nazi symbol on the back of the head. And Joel McHale's like, ooh. <laughs> it's like, didn't you realise he's a Nazi before this? <laughs> when he's talking about the pure breed. Yeah, and this guy's clearly I think, no good. I think they should have saved that. Rather than showing his Nazi tattoo before you actually see his face, like in the prison yard, they should have saved it for that moment. And the scene, if we're being honest, it should have been better lit because you couldn't actually see the swastika in the I house. I couldn't really see it, yeah. Which I get is like moodiness to... and stuff. It would look a bit weird if it was like that Netflix-style blown-out comedy lighting, but still. I like to imagine it was Joel McHale. He wasn't responding to the uh, the Nazi symbol. He was, he was reacting to a bald man, <laughs> confidently <laughs> confidently going bald. Oh, yeah, because he hates it, doesn't he? He hates <laughs> being bald. He hates baldness. Have you seen him in Spider-Man 2? Good Christ, he's bald than me. <laughs> Not possible. Um, my first note about this film is that there are so many production company logos. Yes, I, I kind of want to. Well. I'm tempted to load it up on net uh, on Amazon Prime right now and tell you how many there actually are. But I've written down that there was twelve. I think that, <laughs> that might be wrong. But there was most so of the runtime was all right. I'm going to press play. It's it's I, I can get it up. So let's have a look. It is an indie film, so it's fair enough that it would need funding. Yeah, but it is quite funny. So we're starting off with Vertigo releasing, which I think I've heard I've seen so that's that a one. Few times. Yeah, what have Vertigo done? They've done a few. Then there's the a lot of like Saw or something. Yeah, there's a lot of people playing bagpipes, and that's the production company logo for Highland Film Group. <laughs> is it? Was this made in Scotland? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> now it's a, a bit drawing like of William, New York. Actually. Yeah, drawing of New York, and it's YP. Um, don't know what that is. We're running through a forest, and we are met with uh, a rock. <laughs> rock pictures. And the rock explodes, and that Kevin creates James the logo for it. Boulder Light Pictures. That's four. <laughs> Kevin Jason. <laughs> okay, now we're slowly getting a reveal of a circle, and it's Bond LT Media Capital. That's five. Uh, now we're getting a buffalo uh, being lit against a circle. That's Buffalo 8. That's six. Uh, this is a lot. Come on, it's got to start now. I think it might have started. I, I've not got any volume. Okay, th- that this six. That's still lots, isn't it? That's still quite it's not a lot. Just the 20th um, century Fox. But then no, I think as well, the... I, I watched two of the credits and I thought there was an after credit scene, but it was just the men with the bagpipes again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my what's... God, sequel set in Scotland. <laughs> what was that film? Highland Film Group. It's uh, based in Lo- Los Angeles. Um, they don't have a Wikipedia page. They just have... Does Los Angeles it's... have a Highlands? I don't know. I've never been there, so I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> That's what uh, the uh, Hollywood signs on. It's on the Highlands. All right, I'm on their website. Let's let's see what they've made. 
I'm if, I'm already bored of doing this. All these mentions. All these mentions we if you want to uh, support our podcast, um, Highland Film Group, then please uh, <laughs> consider sending us some money. We'll make a film. We'll add some remake... bagpipes to our theme song. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know any of these films uh, that are in this. There's one of Mel Gibson holding a gun. Oh, uh, a film called Land of Bad with Russell Crowe. This is really boring. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop doing they this. They all sound oh, like no. more bargain bucket kind of films, right? Oh no, yeah. They they did those Bruce Willis films that were just oh, yeah. because he was making money, like Wrong Place. Oh dear. Oh god. Oh god. There's a really good one here. It's called War Hunt. Uh, the war was just the beginning, and it's uh, Mickey Rourke is on the front cover with an eye patch. Uh, with loads of Nazis. <laughs> that looks sick. I love Nazis. <laughs> I thought you was going to say he's on the cover with an iPad. Like he works at the Apple store. <laughs> that would have been better. War Hunt 2020. It came out this year. We oh, could watch God. it. Let's, it's, on, let's, it's on Amazon not, Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> They're all on Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, uh, it was directed by Mar- Mauro Borelli. And it has no reception. Great. Wait, blood drain Nazis, predatory witches, mind twisted soldiers, and Mickey Rock in an eye patch. Cowabunga! <laughs> That's the review on the uh, variety. <laughs> oh Jesus! Good God! Well, let's um, get off this. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get off of that segment. So my next note was big, big Kev Nazi tattoo. Jesus Christ! School equals prison. What did you think of that? Did did you did this stand out to you as being a bit weird? Did you see the opening? Was like I didn't know whether they were trying to highlight that this that Dominic and Becky are are going down the same path. Yeah, which they aren't. Like she's no, a not. she's an upset teenager whose mum's died, and he's a neo-Nazi white supremacist. I know. I really didn't understand what they were trying to say. What he's being bullied, and so is she. <laughs> he's been bullied in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, let me join in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't understand what the message was between that like it was well shot it was like it was edited okay there was like graphic matches and shit but like i don't understand what they were trying to get across with that why they went to him that being, effort him, him being like... excluded from <laughs> yeah, he's excluded from prison because prison he... yard he's he's on his own in there. <laughs> he's eating his food in the toilet crying He's trying to play hopscotch and a bully pushes him over. <laughs> Takes his lunch money in prison. <laughs> pushes his head down the full... toilet. <laughs> that would have been a way better film. A full film of Kevin James as a white supremacist getting bullied in prison. <laughs> in maths class, people like doing spitballs on oh, the back I... of his head. Yeah, I fucked your mum, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> your mum was so good last night. <laughs> All <laughs> the mean girls bitching about him at the back of class. <laughs> I heard that's not even like proper. I heard that's henna. <laughs> Nazi tattoo. He becomes ashamed of his Nazi tattoo and covers it up with a hat. Because <laughs> he's so embarrassed because he's being not even drawn well. <laughs> it's like shit. You couldn't even colour in the lines on your swastika tattoo. Oh god. But yeah, I don't understand it at all. Really? I've done a note here because I always write these notes and never actually like look at them really I that never often. Go through them, yeah. 
but I've done I've done one that's been a joke that I've used for at least three films, but I've never actually got to it. So we're going to do it now. I've written a bit more of what's going on and stuff. Yeah. Then I've put weird music with breathing sounds. Dot bored now. <laughs> God damn! Is that a reference to uh, <laughs> Gary Scales? <laughs> <laughs> Should I name him? <laughs> so this guy is. <laughs> This motherfucker. <laughs> when I was at university, we should get him on. <laughs> this is slowly becoming like the Lincoln pit. We <laughs> just keep talking about uni all the time. So when I was at the University of Lincoln, I was in second year, and then <laughs> I wrote a script for a film called Underpass, which was really, really bad. Did I tell you I was like looking at old pictures uh, the other day, and there was like the Blu-ray cover. Uh, of of it that I made and it's Keep so shit. Thinking your shit film would get onto Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think they were like, for the course, they said something like, "Oh, you've got to make sure you like create extra stuff, like posters and and." I and did. I did the same. And... I did script, and I didn't have to do that. It wasn't script. This is in uh, film production, oh, right. second year. Uh, oh, script, you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was and yeah, I made it, and it was like really fucking bad. Look at this. That's that's the 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 cover. It's really badly edited. It's got like this weird sepia tone. You can't see and one the, of the S's on underpass. Yeah, you can't see it. And then the tagline is "Best put that lasagna in the freezer." I'm gonna be a while. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> That's really good, actually. That's the best thing you've ever done. You wouldn't put lasagna in the freezer, would you? Anyway, I'm gonna be a while. That's not even gonna be days. But in the film, you can bulk cook lasagna and put it in the freezer. You could do that. You could do that, but who is he talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Don't remember. And we went and filmed it in Peterborough. It was fucking shit. I'll try and find travel to film it and everything. Travel to film it. We were like, we can't get an underpass in. We can't find a pissy underpass in Lincoln. We need to go to Peterborough. I can think and... of there being at least one in Lincoln. Yeah, I know. Me too. But I think we were just like, this one will be quieter to film under or whatever. And the guy we got was so fucking shit. He was like one of my friends' friend. Oh, that's <laughs> He's not fucking nice. Sucked. But anyway, I wrote the film and it was really bad. I'll, I might look for, at some point, down the line i might look for all our, our uni scripts what i'll do is i'll um, play i'll play the just the audio from underpass at the end of the episode as an easter egg you won't be able to see what's happening but i'll just play all the audio of underpass. that'll be fine you you really don't need any visuals everyone says about the script writer luke thomas anyway he so lets yeah, the so dialogue wrote, do the talking <laughs> i wrote this script and uh he said two he wrote two things on my script when i handed it in he wrote dialogue like dialogue, oh. dialogue. Good. This <laughs> this guy must have been a dialogue. script writer with puns like that. He's, yeah, dialogue. And then he also said, uh, "Bored now," because he wrote that in the middle of the script. I love and he, that so much. It pisses me off because this guy. Well, no, it was really bad, so he was he was fair. But also, this guy's really bad at making films as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's not fucking. He wrote Becky Spielberg, is he? Yeah, he wrote Becky. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> no, he wrote that that fucking sci-fi film, uh, and he invited me to his home. <laughs> yeah, I went go? to his house. 
Yeah. <laughs> I went You're to his so house. Weird, man. No, he invited like our film group, like a few people from our film group, because we were doing a documentary and we interviewed him. So he was like, come to the house. And then he was like, because you're here, you can see an exclusive footage from my film. So I sat there watching it and it was fucking shit. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, like brown nosing the guy. And then he wrote dialogue oh. on my script. I was like, fuck this guy. What did you do? Leave a one star letterbox review for his film? You know, should I go and um, do that right now? <laughs> <laughs> right, I found it. It's, it's The Drift. That's the name of the film. Oh, um, I think I remember you showing me this back in uni. Yeah. Deep Space, Dark Secret. It's got 4.5 on IMDb. There's the top review on Letterboxd is one star. Mm, I mean, it could have been good. <laughs> I'm, now. I'm gonna review. Please do. I'm one gonna review star right now. now. <laughs> right there we go. One star. Bored now. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Good. There we go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't. <laughs> it's come up on my letterbox already. <laughs> or now, like this is years later. When did he do that? 20, 2014? <laughs> that's, so, that's so petty. This is yeah. like Sandler level <laughs> pettiness. This is eight years ago. He said that. He said my script was boring. But anyway, <laughs> I've got an overwhelming six one star reviews. I'm so glad that I brought this back up so you could do this. So you could finally oh, get God your revenge. Damn. Yeah. We'll hash it out one day. Maybe we should invite him on and <laughs> task him why he hates my writing. <laughs> and then I'll make him read my uh, fan fiction. <laughs> Tell me when it got boring. <laughs> the threesome scene was egregious. Dialogue. Dialogue. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, I love that so much. Why I remember how did we even the... get onto this? You you wrote bored now in your notes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember going to the Swan pub after, and like me and Andy Oates were the scriptwriters, so we wrote it together, like uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. <laughs> and we were there, like holding our heads in our hands, like, oh god, what what can we do to salvage this? And I ended up at, uh, ordering a pint of Strombo dark fruits and a pack of Nobby's nuts. Yeah. Do you remember them? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I opened them and I started eating them and, and Andy Oates was like, I have a really bad nut allergy. That <laughs> was like, fuck, I nearly killed him. <laughs> That'd have been the worst day of his life. All of his hair fell out. When he <laughs> <laughs> I have this uh, particular allergy that <laughs> just, just makes me go bald. Both of your hair fell out. It was like you were stuck on the drift. <laughs> Oh, are you going to keep all this in? I hope you do. I'll keep some of it in. I'll have to f- censor loads of it. I don't want to have loads of jokes about being horrible about your friends. They might come for me. <laughs> I'm allowed to be horrible about my friends and Darren <laughs> Scales, a man who is not my friend. Because <laughs> he said that about my film. I like the illustration at the start of this film where uh, it, it's Becky's name written over and over again um, in different yeah. fonts. I thought so that was quite good. They do that in Ms. Marvel. I think they've copied it. They yeah, Miss Marvel's ripped this off. Yeah, I thought that was kind of fun. Like I was I just like imagining whenever I see something like that, like someone like you <laughs> on set, like some poor grip or best boy or whatever. I'm not I'm not those things. <laughs> a pr- production assistant or runner. Is that or that either? I'm an assistant producer. Oh, fuck, assistant producer. <laughs> you were at one point a yeah. production assistant, I don't right? Talk yeah, about yeah. that anymore. All oh, right. So back in the olden days. So Kev- Kevin James, yeah, he does this like 
Root of Terror that you spoke about. He's disguising himself like Agent 47 out of Hitman. He's dressed as a security guard at one point. There's mm. a bit where he dresses as a clown and does a child's birthday party. <laughs> There's that would have been good. That's not a bit where he does that. Um, but yeah, he keeps on doing that. I've wrote a note that says, I, I do like these dogs. Both dogs get killed. Um, no. Or one of them does, at least. One of them gets, but they fake out kill the other dog oh, twice. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Come the they do a dog death fake out. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> yeah, so those back. dogs. Let's talk about those dogs for a, a hot minute. Um, they have the cropped ears. Yeah. Where they've, like, had their ears cut back. How? Like, how, even filming it, how did they get dogs with those ears? Is that still legal in the US? They're probably, I think a lot of, I could be wrong about this, but don't they use a lot of like rescue dogs for filming and stuff? Right, okay. So someone, yeah, they do mention the film their rescue. I'm sure they didn't do it. (laughs) Kevin James. We need to make these uh, look. uh... He went method and he was cutting dogs' ears off. That's a joke. I don't want to besmirch his name saying that he cut dog's ears off. Did you Um, get something about this that is just like kind of fucking depressing? I was just like, oh god, this is so sad. Yeah, there's, I don't know, I thought it'd be more fun. Like, her dad dies. uh, He's the only deaf in the film. That's Mm -hmm. not a neo-Nazi. And then Kevin James at the end is like, you're an orphan. And guess what? (laughs) No one's going to want to adopt you because they're going to see that you've murdered loads of Nazis. So you're going to be in and out of foster homes your whole life. Ooh, little weird little orphan. Unless I adopt you. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a funny scene. What a horrible man. (laughs) Horrible man. Like mocking an orphan. (laughs) He's trying to make her feel sympathy that she killed Nazis. No one's going to want someone that kills Nazis. No one wants that. Nazis are people too, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the Nazis. So we have uh, Kevin James's Nazi. He's Mm -hmm. not Nazi enough for my liking. She's been way more evil. Like, I don't get why he runs this group. But wouldn't it... I reckon we'd have started saying that it felt really, like, crowbarred if he was just, like, I don't know, praying to pictures of Hitler and... I'm going around like, and like, I don't know, doing like makeshift the, uh... gas chambers and stuff. Like that would have been really fucking no. weird. But did you watch the film Green Green Room? Yeah, that this film just totally Which knocks off. It's <laughs> ripped off, yeah. But that had Patrick Stewart playing like a neo-Nazi. And he had some gravitas and he was really scary in it. He was kind of You're weird. comparing like a guy that does Shakespeare to the guy that burps Nazis though. <laughs> no, but I know, but there was something about that like he's he's not the most physically intimidating gang member in that film but he's the the voice he's the the mm-hmm. fearful one and he's the one who rallies the rest in this he's like he does a few speeches but they're kind of hackneyed and a bit a bit weird and but they should be he, i guess in some ways it should be weird it's not going to be like normal you're not going to want to join <laughs> after you know what like, that wow, bloke's got a point this guy's got to say some He's got a bit of like sense. a... I'm surprised you didn't like it because he's got a bit of like a Manson edge about him. He calls them like his children and all that stuff. He has got... Yeah, I did like that. But I, I don't. I didn't buy him as a cult leader particularly. I was nah. like, this guy's just a, a thug. Yeah, there are um, some shortcomings in it, definitely. 
he's, he's got How a mini game. What if they do a film called Fat Manson? And it's, <laughs> it's a comedy about. Damn, you stole my mate, my Madison. Fat Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Manson is great. It's a really good name as well. <laughs> Fat Manson. <laughs> That should have because I, I do have an issue with the, the name of this film being Becky. It's kind of like not particularly interesting title. Mm. Um, it is like they just but, copied Mandy. Remember, I made that joke about that. Co- yeah, I made that joke in the intro. Oh yeah, you did make a couple that of joke weeks ago rubbish. when we recorded that. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called this film Fat Manson. Yeah, <laughs> I well, got definitely should have been seats. called Fat Manson. Fat Manson. <laughs> the more I'm saying it, the more I'm like, I really like that. <laughs> I like it as just a real name. <laughs> Might call my first kid that. Fat Manson. Fat Manson Terry. <laughs> yeah, we are, um, Fat Manson. Can Fat Manson come around to play later? <laughs> Can Fat Manson play out? He'd get, he'd get bullied at school and then it'd hard cut to Kevin James get bullied in prison. <laughs> like, it's just parallel lives. These <laughs> oh. <laughs> <It's> bullies. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he has all these Nazis who work for him, uh, and there's one uh, who called Apex, yeah, who is a giant man. Yeah, he's so big, um, big, big man. You'd think he'd be the leader, but he's not. And he's all about being a Nazi and being evil until he has to kill some kids, I think. Yeah, and then he gets a change of heart. He's like, ah, let's... we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> he's really? one of those typical Nazis with a heart. <laughs> Yeah, one of the <laughs> more powerful Nazis. <laughs> so he, he tries to help uh, the the stepmom and the little kid escape, but they get caught immediately. Um, and he tries to help out Becky a couple of times, and he's like, "I've let my life be led by vengeance for too long, and mm. don't let it overwhelm you, and all this." And then she just shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah, I kind of liked that. It's quite a good moment. It was you didn't really see it coming, but um, why is this this guy so big and so strong? And if he has a change of heart, why is he not strangling Dominic? He should have strangled Dominic. He could have death. easily strangled him, yeah, and killed him yeah. or something. Um, Dominic must have been in a lot of pain in this film as well. Like he spends the whole film just a bleeding out eye socket. Yeah, he's got a little gouged eye. If your eye came out like that. Would that make it better snipping up, snipping it off? No, you'd be like fucking the nerve endings and stuff, wouldn't you? You'd be yeah, that, oh fuck! I you'd was wanna, actually genuinely. If you did do it, you'd want to like maybe like cauterize it quite quickly. I think. I think you'd want to yeah, burn you'd... your eye. You'd get like a your Nazi knife, make it hot, and then yeah. scald it. Um... Light it with your Nazi lighter. <laughs> but like, this isn't the same. But when I first shaved my head, I was like really taken aback by the elements and how cold everything was and, <laughs> and and touching it i was like oh god that's weird and like that was just imagine having to exposed. look at it for everyone else <laughs> <laughs> but that was just slight nerve endings like imagine your eye <laughs> hanging yeah. out and just every time imagine you'd be like ah fuck yeah you wouldn't yeah. be able to go and like run and tackle a 13 year old girl after doing that i don't think you wouldn't. But yeah, he no. can. But that's because he's got the power of the Fuhrer inside him. <laughs> and he wants the what key. was in? What was? The, what did the key open? And why was it there? Imagine if he put it in his eye socket. <laughs> and used it to... <laughs> and flies up to heaven. 
yeah. And weird. he still has to open the door normally, so he just twists his head <laughs> with this key attachment. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the big Nazi as well, yeah. I've got a part where it says a punch from the big Nazi would finish anyone, let alone a thirteen-year-old girl. Yeah, he punches, he punches her, in her the so hard. Chest. She flies up. My uh, <laughs> my entire ribs would explode, and my yeah. heart would shatter. I'd definitely shit myself. Yeah, I, I always feel like I'm, out. <laughs> I'm one punch away from shitting myself all the time. So, like, if that happened, mate, we'd be my going brown is, town. Yeah, my ass is always kind of full of shit. Yeah, so I'd get punched. Ready. I'd spew up blood. I'd shit out blood. My heart yeah. would explode. You'd look like a mincer on my trousers. And she, It'd be fucked. Yeah, she just, <laughs> she's just like, <coughs> like no, that's. This massive Nazi's just punched you. Yeah, like, she like gets back get up, up and punches him back. Yes. Yeah, see, I think a lot of her trap, like I think they were quite cool. Like some of the kills, so she kills one of the Nazis by stabbing him with a ruler. Um, mm-hmm. After he's like, "Why don't you just come back and and I'll say that you ran away. I don't care. Just give me the key." And then he, she brutally stabs him with pencils and and stuff. Yeah, I'd say two out of four of the Nazis are fairly reasonable, to be fair. They would just let her go. Yeah, well, the other one, what he's was his character? He's a bit dumb and a bit, like, fat, isn't he? Like, he yeah, just, there's like, a fat... There, no, there's another eating. There's a fat one, yeah. and then there's a not fat one. Because but... they, they... She lures him to uh, to a trap she's made, which is a wire, and then a, a bit of wood with some nails in it. But... If he just because he stops, then runs. If he'd have just taken a second, and been like, "There's a tripwire," she'd be fucked. Like he, she, he'd have killed her. Then it, it's about landing that, and then about the pure luck that he lands in the water and can't swim. Yeah, I can't swim. Could... <laughs> I can't swim. Help me. I actually like, can't swim. <laughs> it's probably like four foot deep. Like you just stand. Yeah, and it was you'd just be fine. The dock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah when he trips as well. That made me laugh when he fell over because he just like his his knee just hits the wood and he's like ah yeah none of the reactions to incredible pain in this all the reactions were poor when it came to pain like the mum get the stepmom gets shot in the leg and then the rest of the film she's just like you you're a bit of a bitch actually like what was even this all this for she's like bleeding out on a leg. It, in the part when she got shot, it was all right, the first reaction. But yeah, afterwards, they kind of just forgot. They forget that she's been shot, which sucks. It um, was good when the thing went over that man's head, though, the rowboat. The speedboat. Yeah, that one was good. I was just going to say, do you not think that, like, you see all this build-up to Dominic and the big Nazi appearing, the tall guy, you see them breaking out and stuff, and they get to the house, and you think that's it, and then these two other Nazis just appear out of nowhere. Yeah, where did they come backstory? from? I don't need it that much, but like, I was a bit like, what's the point of these two? You know, they're just there to get killed, basically. Yeah, this is my problem. There's not enough people to kill. Like, that should have been a full gang, and there should have been more people in the house to kill. Mm. Like, as it stands, this is my issue a little bit with it. It's kind of just depressing because it's this girl who's got a single dad and. He also shouldn't have dropped all this on her, like, oh, I'm getting married, and here she is. Yeah. Should have maybe briefed her before, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. He didn't deserve to fucking die in a yeah. horrible way after being tortured and then shot. And then it's... you're like, Becky has nothing to live for now. Like, she has no connection to the, the stepmom. I don't care about her. Mm. 
and what they're all going to be happy families now. Like, no, she's step brother. She's quite done. Sweet, sweet kid. He was sweet, but like they have no familial connection. She's no. going into the care, the care system now. Oh, she's She'll never be adopted. The um, the framing mechanism that it was all like them looking back at it from the was it like the police interviewing her or anything? Yeah, that's very student film. That it is a very, very student, student film. film. It removes all stakes because you know she'll live and everyone will yeah. die except her. Exactly, and I think she even says, "Oh yeah, he had a orange camouflage jumper on or something like that." So you're like, oh, okay, well, the guy in the camouflage jumper is going to get killed by Becky. As soon as you see him wearing it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't really care. Like, that, I mean, there were some good moments, there were some good kills, there was some good gore, but I didn't really, I wasn't massively engaged. It's fine, but mm. I, I didn't really, really care too much. Uh, I like the fact the big, big man, did you see him snap a phone, like, so easy? Yeah, that was cool, wasn't but, it? Like, it made me try, I tried to do it with my phone after. I also I was there like kind of like would that just is there enough strength how that's the best way that you can establish someone's a hard fucker they break a phone snap it like there's no like there's a Nokia thirty four ten he'd be really strong if he did that do you think this film would have been more interesting if um bet I don't know how this is gonna sound right but wouldn't it be more interesting if like the entire family was black. Like they established this kind of racist undertone with the stepmom and the stepbrother, but they they do nothing in the whole film. They just sit on that that sofa waiting for Becky to sort it out. Mm. So kind of like, what's the narrative point of Becky, and what's her ties to the this kind of racist group? Like she has no, like they don't hate her, yeah, but they hate that that family. But that that kind of storyline is kind of brushed over a little bit which i thought why are you having this white supremacist kind of storyline you introduce it but your main protagonist has no ties to that really um she's yeah. just a teenage kid with like a mum dead maybe i don't know there's something about that element where i was you, like you wanted more nazi didn't you <laughs> that's what we're saying here you wanted more nazi I wanted the stepmom and the kid to do more because they do nothing the whole film. Well, and... if he was really creepy and kept being like really sadistic about the fact that she was like blonde hair, blue eyes, that would have been maybe good. Yeah, that would have been good as well. That the, them being Nazis is kind of incidental. They could have been anyone, really. Yeah, uh, we'll get onto that in my Make My Madison. Wait till you hear that. <laughs> fucking love it. <laughs> but yeah, they. It's just the fact that most of the characters besides Becky doesn't don't have anything to do. Like mm. Joel McHale dies and he doesn't even seem that scared <laughs> about being tortured. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a heroic uh Uncle Ben style death, isn't it? Obi Wan yeah, style death. He's like sacrificing himself. Get help, get out of here. He says save our bed <laughs> while he's getting shot. <laughs> save our bed. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I don't like the fact that they're all like being held hostage, and then Becky's like, "Hey, asshole!" <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's a little boy in there who's like five, like <laughs> you're antagonizing the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> so weird. Don't you think? Like, did they establish enough? I know they showed that she was getting bullied and stuff at the start, but did they establish enough that she would snap this easily? 
and be like stabbing no. people like that. No, I think they could have done more at the start with it because what she's laying on the floor at the start, right? Being, being bullied, kicked. but yeah. Also, kids are horrible. Like, her mum's just died. <laughs> Why yeah. are they so horrible? Fucking kids. Yeah, if they'd maybe established her more, like, I didn't find her a particularly interesting character, even though the performance is okay. Um, mm. Like I say, I don't really get why she's connected to this Nazi key storyline particularly. And yeah, because I kept thinking, is she going to become a Nazi at the end? Yeah, I thought, like, is she going to become the leader of the Nazis at the end of this yeah. film? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, uh, which weird. isn't great for a protagonist. <laughs> she is alright in this. It's weird though, because she's in that same actor is in Haunting of Hill House, which I think is like one of the best horror films, uh, horror things that I've seen in like years. Yeah, you just keep getting reminded of that much better thing. Good much writing, better things. Yeah. Um, um, there's a lot of synth music in this film. Yeah, the like... soundtrack's a bit. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit when they're leading Joel McHale down the stairs, and it's Kevin James and Apex, and Apex is like holding him by the shoulder, but it's kind of casual. And I was thinking like. If you played any piece of music, if you played like me and the boys, <laughs> me and the boys. Well, it looks like they're hanging out. Yeah, it just looks like they're hanging out, having a barbecue. Dangerous night, <laughs> it, just, it doesn't even look like he's like in any danger. They're just kind of walking casually. It takes ages This with this weird synth ominous stuff. But mm. the only thing making it ominous in that scene is the music, which I thought, I don't know. The acting was a bit crap in that. In that yeah, it doesn't fully sell it. Well, talking of the music, what about how Becky keeps on singing with a ukulele and it's like, I want a high, high, high. I want a high, high, high. <laughs> It's like, the, this was my mum's favourite song. And it's her just like, <laughs> One of those horrible slow down songs. Yeah, there was a lot. There was maybe too much singing in this. Uh, yeah, because then she sings so... to Kevin James, and he's like, "That's a beautiful okay. song," or something like that. Yeah, it's weird. Like his relationship to Becky is really like he should have just shot her <laughs> with a gun. Like done, right? Let's get the key. Yeah, or maybe they should have just overdone the creepiness that he was trying to. I don't know, like recruit doctor. Yeah, yeah. They should have done that a bit more than they did. But then instead she kills him. My notes say Kevin James is a flame. He got set aflame. He was on fire. He flame, and on then fire. he got his head run over by a lawnmower and his brains were just everywhere. And it looked like a bolognese. That was really cool. I like that. <laughs> it it looked like his his head looks like a bowl full of spaghetti because they've yeah. just cut him right down the middle. Um He was in trouble. That that was actually really cool. And then I she don't... kills the big Nazi and she howls like a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that point, I was like, I don't, I don't like this kid. <laughs> she's no <laughs> good. She's mean. This girl's, yeah, this girl's no good. Like the only nice character in this film is the little boy, who has like what no lines or no autonomy. Yeah, it would have been so much better to end this without having the framing mechanism of her being interviewed and just have her like covered in blood, screaming. Yeah, that's so much. I know that's a generic horror film ending that's like you've seen before in what like Halloween and stuff like that but it would have been better than just getting yeah. rid of any of the energy and going to that they, they, thing they do the thing oh she's crazy now like oh, she wouldn't so... have fly <laughs> yeah exactly they're doing like psycho thing 50 years later but not as interestingly I, I'm, I don't know I feel like 
Joel McHale dying ruined the film a little bit. And I get that the up the stakes have some deaths, but the whole film is meant to be about her kind of accepting this new family. But then he's gone, so th- that new family doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, there's no actual. What's the point? In that. Yeah, what's so the what point? Would have been of a better ending moment? is if he's been injured this whole time, and then he actually is alive, but he sees her doing all that killing, and then he's fucking freaked out by his daughter. Like, um, yeah. Have you seen Us? Do you remember the film Us, the Jordan Peele one? Yeah. Like the bit at the end when the kid kind of twigs that his mum is actually like the evil version of his mum. That's a good ending. If they'd done something like that, like he's slow realised, like he's happy that he's he's survived and then he sees that she's a bit of a lunatic. Yeah, that would have been cool. I think, yeah, so it because then it it makes sense like he, she accepts the mom the new mom and stuff and like maybe fast forward it's like a year later and they're going on a family holiday and they're all like happy families and stuff and like ah, da, da. And Joel McKellar's like ah, come on everyone get in the in the van in the camper van and then like Becky's just sat there like and he kind of looks at her a bit like ooh oh no no he's like wrong with her are you ready are you guys ready to go and the kids the nice kids packed up the stepmom's packed up and then he's like, where's Becky? And then he follows a little path and then he sees her at a tree and she's carving a swastika into a tree. Yes. With the key. Good re- <laughs> that would have been sick. That would be a good reveal. Like, oh, I'm coming, Dad. And then like she runs off and it pans across to the tree and it's the Nazi symbol. She's just thrown on it. It's a realistic sketch of Dominic's face in the tree. Rest in peace, Dominic with a K. And that would have been uh, cool, yeah. And then it says Becky will return in Becky Two: Rise of the Brotherhood. Yeah, <laughs> what's what's the name of the actual sequel? Becky Two: The Wrath of Becky. The Wrath of Becky, like she's killed everyone she hates. Who's she coming after now? But that's like she's Niffler. iconic as well, like Carrie or something. Like Becky's yeah. name doesn't hold the weight that that you could be like Becky Two: Wrath of Becky. Yeah, that is rubbish, rubbish title. So, so yeah. In the sequel, prior to the events of the recently wrapped new chapter, Becky has been living off the grid for two years. She then finds herself going toe-to-toe against Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> the leader of a fascist organisation on the eve of an organised attack. So, uh, yeah, our goal was to up the ante from Becky One in every way imaginable. And with Matt and, Lu- and Sousa's uh, wild script and Sean William Scott's turn as our terrifying villain opposite Lulu's Becky... We know we'll deliver the frills, gore, and hearts that audiences loved in the original. Hearts? Because they're heart, much heart. Like, Not really. Why are they talking about this film like it matters? <laughs> <laughs> Did that say prior to the events? So what, this is before she... This is a prequel. <laughs> this is, this, you find out why Nazis. she got bullied at school for killing Nazis. Because <laughs> there's nothing uh, anyone hates. Nazi killer. <laughs> Yeah, she'll never be adopted because he killed Nazis. <laughs> no. Um, I did think they were going to do a reveal that Joel McHale was alive. Um, the yeah, whole I way through. Expected it. it makes it so pointless, so depressing. Like, yeah, like, whatever. I don't care. Not that I even really bought their relationship massively, but it was yeah, fine. Though sure. it would have been better than than what happens, I guess. Yeah, started I'm off just... saying that we quite like this, but I feel like I've gone down and down on it the more I've spoken about it. It doesn't hold up to scrutiny. It doesn't. Um, I mean, it's still fine. That's it. Hi, Luke. What's that you're singing? Oh, it's Strong by Joe Tyrone. Have you heard it? 
You're still listening to that? That's old news, friend. What? Yeah, it's yesterday's business. Well, what are the kids listening to now then, smartass? Funny that you ask that, Luke. There's a new song by Joe Tarone out now. Wait, Joe Tarone has a new song out now? What are we doing talking? I've got to hear it right now. It's called Headstands and it's out right now. Right now? Yeah, right now. After you listen to this podcast, go to Spotify and listen to Headstands or go on YouTube even better and watch the music video. One of us made that music video, but I won't say who. He's also in it, which is weird because he was on camera. <laughs> Here's a preview of the song. We're an by all means. If we can't choose, then it's fine by me. Because I've been doing headstands up against concrete walls. Shaking hands on the waterfalls. Headstands up against concrete walls. Shaking hands on the waterfalls. Do you have anything else to say? No, let's go on to our James Journal. James Journal. So, uh, how did you do on your James Journal? I did very, very badly on my James Journal. I got two ticks, which is not a bingo. I got James sideburns or facial hair. He had a big beard in this, which we've discussed. Um, And I ticked unearned heartfelt moment for when the big Nazi is no longer a Nazi after punching a dog and a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're supposed to be like, oh, he's not that bad. He punches a dog. He punches the dog so hard that the dog, like, dies for a couple of minutes. (laughs) He puts the dog in a coma, and then you're supposed to be like, oh, he's all right. Then he turns into Sandman at the end of Spider-Man 3, but he's like a villain. Uh, I'm not a bad person. I just made some mistakes. You're a fucking Nazi. (laughs) Shut up, you idiot. You stupid prick. Your name is Apex. (laughs) (laughs) What sort of parents must he have had to have named him Apex? (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so they're the only two i got i did not get bikinis because they're in the forest um Mm. didn't get right this one's a bit surprising i've got racist joke they don't actually really do anything that racist they not for a joke they They say bloodline shouldn't mix yeah and stuff but they're not joking about it are they (laughs) there's no brevity that would have made them seem more villainous though like the brothering get out that caleb landry jones sort of guy he's making like little shitty jokes and mm. stuff throughout that like why wasn't a... the four guys in why that gang are all the same people aren't they yeah i don't know why you expected the same level of writing as get out <laughs> no i know but like it wouldn't be that hard for them to make one character like a hick that makes loads of shitty jokes and stuff yeah i agree that would have been cool then you'd watch him getting violently murdered and it would be like more because he's such a hick and he's so horrible and like mm joking about like fuck you yeah he'd be detestable rather than just like an average henchman that's just just so happens to be part of the brotherhood all the henchmen seem all right like yeah he's like just give me i look like most of them (laughs) (laughs) but like they're like oh just give us the key and we'll leave you alone like we won't we won't do anything like just give it well i'll tell i'll tell dominic you ran off Mm. like they're kind of reasonable about it yeah they should have been a bit more evil (sighs) yeah blake clark wasn't in this film there wasn't any Coca-Cola. There was no big shorts, just big army military combat trousers. No transphobia. And I haven't ticked Beautiful Wife because we don't see if um, Dominic has a partner. I do. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Honey, I'm home. <laughs> yeah, he gets back. Don't want to shock you, but I've lost my eye. Yeah, puts hooks his cap and his eye patch on the uh, on the coat rack. <laughs> oh, what's for, di- what's for tea, love? <laughs> 
<laughs> Any sauerkraut going? <laughs> <laughs> I could really do with my send some brat first. <laughs> I'm I'm part I'm I'm bloody starving. <laughs> How did you do on your James Journal? Also very shit. I only got two. Uh, I got violent kids for Becky, and I got hit in nuts. But I can't quite remember if anyone does get hit in the nuts. But oh, they get hit. Does. That's a way Shots to escape, innit? You hit someone in the nuts and run. He's elbow apex and he's massive nuts. cock. Yeah. Imagine the size of that fucker's oh, nuts. Probably bigger Good than more. the phone. He's just snapping his own cock. <laughs> All right, so uh, what I didn't get, I didn't get 70s or 80s song. I didn't get Nick Swardson, uh, unfortunately. Good <laughs> Lord, he'd have, he'd have elevated this. Guys, I think we might be uh, Nazis. <laughs> I we might have we might have a little problem. <laughs> <laughs> Becky's escaped. He's the guy. <laughs> He should have played the uh, the shitty, like, the one they keep calling fat. <laughs> <laughs> Apex should have been Shaq. <laughs> Somehow it's a white supremacist. <laughs> so uh, have you ever seen the Chappelle show? No. I don't agree with uh, Dave Chappelle's modern stand-up. It's really, really crap. But the Chappelle show is good. And there's an episode with... Uh, where he's like the head of the KKK and he's blind. <laughs> he's blind from childhood. He doesn't know he's black. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal could have done that. That'd yeah. be cool. And then we've got, yeah, little little Nick Swardson should have been the, the shitty one who can't swim. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. And with let's just get Jack. Yeah, with his Howie wig. And then Jared Sandler as the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not, we shouldn't go into this ruler. too much because we've got to make my Madison coming up. So. That's true. Maybe, we'll use all of that for mine later because <laughs> I haven't really written anything. Uh, small town and best bloke. I'd say this is probably the worst bloke and they're not in a town, they're in a wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, misogyny, I didn't really get much. Um... There probably is. I mean, he shoots a woman, I guess, and hits a kid, a female. But he also kid. shoots a man and a dog. Yeah, and, and a, he's bad to and everyone. A, and a kid. He's just really bad to the bone, awful guy. Yeah. If anything, a woman calls a man a bitch in this. I forgot about that. That line is that line delivery is so rubbish. Anyway, and she says, "There's to him, no." Did it take years to become this fucking deluded? See, this is where the script's really like. You know when script writers like adding swear words into their little speech, like you're mm-hmm. goddamn fucking right. Yeah, it's okay if the right person delivers bit. it. If it's like saying yeah. it out, it's all right. But yeah, that line was delivered a bit crap. Uh, there's no poo, annoyingly, and there's no Steve Buscemi. Again, another guy who'd have been a great neo-Nazi in this. Oh, film. he'd have been fun, and really there should great. have been poo. Apex should have stood in a massive dog turd at one point. He should have, because of all the dogs he's killed. And, and he's then like, he's Oh, mine trainers. Mine trainers are covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what shit in uh, what shit in German? Um, I feel like I know this. Me too, but all I want to say is Merd, which is... Uh... That's French, isn't it? Yeah, not... not... I mean, I could... Uh... Scheiße. Yeah, Scheiße, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> my trainers have studied Scheiser. Ah, <laughs> Scheiser! I don't know what German for trainers is. Mein Andy does! 
Ein Adidas. Have stood in Scheiße. Trainers is. Schneeker. Is Sportschuh. Meine Sportschuh. Right, this is getting um, offensive on, now. We're going to start World War Three at this rate. Oh, for goodness sake. Meine. Oh, no, it's gone again. It's Sportschuhe. Meine Sportschuhe. Es covered. God damn. All right. My phone's fucking up. I can't right. to do that anymore. Good so, enough. yeah, that's my, the end of my James Journal. Um, Very bad showing. But that means it's perfect for a Make Mine Madison. So, keep yeah. keep listening for that. Coming up in free. We Are we going to do that? On our podcast. <laughs> you can fast forward three <laughs> minutes. Recaps to... and look ahead to the future. Coming up. <laughs> so, shut up. <laughs> so, like, uh, is this film. Uh, Right, you've got a pack of dogs, right, mm-hmm. chasing you because you're a neo-Nazi. Are you going to shoot a weekend the... for me? In the dog, <laughs> in the dog's mouth is a DVD copy of uh, Becky. Are you going to shoot the dog in the head and throw the dog and the DVD into the Sandler pit, where it's going to rot with other serious films like uh, Spanglish, <laughs> or? Are you going to, I don't know, fucking cut out your own eye <laughs> and throw it into the... I've lost the I've lost the track of where I was going with my point, but whatever. Yeah. Is it going to go into the castle with um, the key? The key? <laughs> you're going to use the key to open the castle. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> when I came into this, I was probably going to say that it would be like in the castle, but like the lowest film in it. But after I was talking about it more, I'm just kind of like... I don't think it deserves a place in the James Chamber. I, f- I think that I probably would go with Pitt on this one, you know? Because mm. at the time, I kind of enjoyed it, but, like, everything that it did do good pales in comparison to other films that still aren't, like, incredible, I would say. I don't mind these sort of gory slasher films and whatever, but, like, this isn't anything on, like, even the worst Scream film or, like halloween films and stuff like the kills are fine but they're not like that great there's parts of it that are good it's definitely not like an all-round bad film but like i'll never watch this again i'll never recommend it to anyone i'll probably never really think about it the only thing notable is that you see kevin james doing like a semi-serious performance but even then like the writing and direction isn't good enough to elevate him to the level that that we know he can achieve that like the Mm. canane brothers brought out on youtube and stuff yeah i don't know I think I'll have to go pit, to be honest. Yeah. High pit, or like mid, I don't know, even mid pit. It's not, mid it's not pit, high it's anything. Not it's just, it's just very like, meh. Rubbish, yeah. Mid- um, good for what it is, but what it is isn't very good. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Scaven. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll put in the scene where he cuts off his own eye. and His eye can the... go in the castle. Maybe. His eye can go in the castle and in the James chamber, but everything else in the pit. Um, I don't want to be too harsh because it's clearly like a low budget kind of horror film that's yeah. probably by f- first time filmmakers. On I don't know, it's it's not particularly great, um, it's not particularly competent in a lot of areas, but there's some gore and the gore's kind of fun. Uh, I think that her performance, uh, what's her name, the main character, Lulu. Lulu is she's all she's all right. Singer, the British singer Lulu. (laughs) You make me want to (laughs) shout. So Lulu Wilson, 
she's only 11 when she read the script. God. Why did her yeah. parents let her read that? <laughs> I think that the only curiosity about this is that it's a comedy guy, Kevin James, doing a serious role. But hmm. I don't think it's particularly great. Like, you think about, like, Vince Vaughn in um, Freaky and... yeah some of things like that. And that's that's good. That's worth highlighting attention on. But this is a pretty average performance. It's not particularly interesting. Mm. Uh, but the deaths and stuff are kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I was mainly in between deaths. I was kind of bored and not yeah. really interested. So I think probably Pit as well for me, um, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's I, I don't think we've been scathing of this by any means or whatever and they could all go on to do more interesting stuff, I reckon, the people that made it, but like it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. And whatever, I'm excited. I'll watch Becky too, The Wrath of Becky. Will you? If we if we're doing it for this podcast and not for any other reason. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not probably. doing it for any of no. I don't I don't think we're gonna do it for this podcast unless the Are force we? ghost of Dominic's in it. But we've got to, right? We've got to cover the sequel. No. We haven't got to. Just because we did Transformania, that's the thing that we're like we were hooked on. We're not gonna write a <laughs> Becky fan. Don't even like it. <laughs> yeah, it's in the pit, but we're gonna watch the sequel that isn't related at all. Even this is hardly related to our podcast. It's really not. Like it's not related at all. Um but whatever. Who cares about our concept? It's, it's fine. It's so dead. there you have it. Becky is in the Sandler pit. Covered in the blood of Nazis and howling Great. like a wolf. Good stuff. Uh, so, what game have you prepared today? I haven't prepared a game. I told you yesterday yeah. I'm not preparing a game. You told, you told me, what was it? Like, you were like, I'm too tired and miserable to think <laughs> of a game. Like, you could, you could make one in five minutes, but you're like, nah, I can't, I can't do it today. I was, I was in a taxi when I was texting you on my way back from like a... I think it's 16 and a half hour work day. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. I can't can do this. Again. Yeah. But instead, we've got a serious film here. So I think it's only right we do a Make Mine Madison. We haven't done one in a long Ooh. time. We did one. Mm. Did we do a brief one for men, women, children? Um, Which was, was that our last episode? We... That was the last episode, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, we haven't done we one did... since two weeks ago. We did do a proper one. We just kept saying like, <laughs> that boy gets a football super glued to his cock. Oh yeah, I think I did it with gags. As always, I'd done the homework and you hadn't. I think. Yeah, and and that isn't changing this this time either because uh, I also I've written two sentences. I'm just going to spitball and see. Right. Can I go, go first? first. No, I'm going first. <laughs> but yours is better. Like we need to end. Yeah, on a good I'm giving thing, you right? time. To, I'm giving you time to build up to stuff. Well, this Please. is gonna be really disappointing. It'd be Please. like, <laughs> come on, right, don't you be go such a Nazi. You, you go first. You go first. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, mine. A group of crazed Scientologists take a family hostage while searching for a magic key that enables them to contact aliens. Hell yeah! Okay? Cool. Right. So, Adam Sandler is Joel McHale's character. There's no massive changes, but his girlfriend is going to be Maya Rudolph, and she hates Becky so much. Like, hates her. Ah, uh, yeah. She's like an evil stepmom. Kevin James is still going to be the group leader, but he has a military flat top and sunglasses, and he's called Sarge instead of Dominic. He's <laughs> called Sarge. Um, Sarge is the leader of the Scientologists. <laughs> yeah, he's like a sergeant. I think okay. he looks like John Goodman in The Big Lebowski. Him. Yeah. 
he probes people to initiate them into the gang because they like aliens. So he's like probing people. Oh, like in their, in their fingering them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Nick Swardson's his loyal follower, and he's had surgery to look like a Martian. So he's got like alien eyes and like no nose. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got much more of this actually Jared okay. Sanders a rookie who really wants to prove himself so he like keeps getting probed constantly so, <laughs> <laughs> I like it we both fall about Jared Sandler as <laughs> yeah it's too easy and the key is like it's, it's penis shaped obviously and it fits into a device that looks like an alien sort of bending over I think most of it's going to be pretty much the same but at the end the aliens do actually arrive, so we get a payoff for the key. It's not just Chekhov's non-existent key. Yeah, so the aliens arrive at the end, but they just look like normal humans. So Nick Swardson's got this surgery for no reason, and they're all like freaked out by him, like, oh. Um, That's good. Their UFO crushes Kevin James when it lands on Earth. Like in Paul with yeah. Scotty Weaver. Yeah, pretty nice. good. Yeah, the aliens are ter- terrified of Swardson, and they disintegrate him, so that's fun. And then Adam cool. Sander and all of them just like have fun with the aliens. Nice. Probably a little dance number or something. It's it's not the biggest. Light, yeah. It's quite light, yeah. Still, it, it's actually, if you look at my notes, my Make Mine Madison is from here to the bottom of the page. The notes <laughs> and the, the rest... film are about the same length. <laughs> so, yeah. What's I've... it called? Becky. <laughs> 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 I don't know. What would you call that? I don't know. <laughs> it's your film, mate. Um, I've renamed mine. Didn't know that. For the first time ever, I've put more effort in than you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about a name. It's just Becky's such a good name for a film. It's just so catchy. Is it still, Becky. Is it still uh, Lulu Wilson as Becky? No, I think that I want an adult to be playing a kid for comedy. Um, uh, maybe uh, Lauren Lapkus. <laughs> yeah, the she... wrong Missy. <laughs> She's playing <laughs> Adam Sandler's 12-year-old daughter. It's annoying. <laughs> really annoying. Four year old woman. Or it's a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Little wooden puppet. Um, what could this film be called? I, I don't know. Probe Hard, it's called. Very good. The, no, well the, the emperor, You've done it. You the Emperor's it. Probes instead of the Emperor's Robes. I don't know. Something what like that. Called it? What were we calling him earlier? Fat. fat. It's called <laughs> Fat, fat Manson. Manson. It's called Fat Manson. Even though he's a Scientologist. Kevin fat. James is in dual roles. He's the Sarge, but he's also Fat Manson. He's also Fat Manson. <laughs> and, they, and they rule this uh, Scientologist cult together. Very nice. Fat Manson and Sarge. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Like uh, Dot Strange love style. He's playing like most of the characters. Yeah, he's pretty much everyone. He's the alien at the end as he's well. He's the alien, yeah. The normal alien. <laughs> The same alien from our men, women, and children pitch. Didn't you say that Kevin James was going to be an alien in that? Watching. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's watching yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, it's a sequel. It's a shared universe. Men, women, the children, and kills... it's cool. <laughs> The only thing that can finally defeat these Nazis is cell phones. <laughs> the internet. Yeah, they all get killed by Being phones. Bullied. <laughs> Being bullied it's... by that monster. They're getting children. stabbed by rulers. They're getting stabbed by phones. <laughs> Yeah, Jennifer Garner brings them all down by tracking them. Until Apex snaps them all. <laughs> he teams up with Jennifer Garner, snapping all the phones into the town. <laughs> You're not going to hurt any more kids. 
<laughs> oh god, men, women, children, and Becky is the name of my film. <laughs> god. Okay, what's yours? What's your two okay, lines? So there's been a bit of like family drama, but and everyone's kind of upset. Um, so the the multiple families arrive uh, at a lake house. They're all like friends with each other, so there's more characters to kill. The people in question are just the cast of Grown Ups. This is Grown Ups three. Uh, oh, by okay, the way, yeah. uh, and then a neo-Nazi group descends. We're going to get Kevin James playing dual roles, and then we're going to have yeah Shaquille O'Neal as a white supremacist, uh, massive, tall, strong man. Nice. <laughs> Jared Sandler, and then we've also got um, uh, fucking well, who Nick Swartzen. Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I've already taken him. You can have Gary Valentine. I've got Gary Valentine. <laughs> then. <laughs> That's, thank you. Kevin James is uh, in it as Gary Valentine, <laughs> dual roles. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're gonna up the ante. It's gonna be a lot of uh, sillier kind of Home Alone style pranks, but mm-hmm. they are gonna get brutally murdered. But I'm changing my main character. It's no longer gonna be Becky, uh, and this time the film is gonna be called Greggy, and it's gonna be <laughs> Greg Feder, <laughs> <laughs> and he's murdering them all. And we get more chance. We get to see uh, we get to see whatever their names are. Marcus get killed. Oh, we're gonna nice. see. Uh, I'd love to see them all get killed, wouldn't you? Yeah. All of them getting murdered slowly. There's gonna be a, a bit more like drama. We're gonna get Kevin James is gonna to have to kill uh, Eric Lamonsoff off first, because oh. they're gonna be like, "Hey, you you look quite a f- kind of familiar, handsome," and they <laughs> stabs him in the fucking neck, <laughs> and he's trying to burp <laughs> while his neck's being stabbed. <gasps> guys, I can't I can't burp anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Gushing blood out of his neck. Yes, Eric was the last burp. <laughs> it's so sad. What did you say? Yours is called Shecky. It's about Shecky it... Moskowitz. <laughs> it's Shecky saving the grown-ups. No, it's Greggy. Oh, Greggy. It's Greggy. It's Greg Feder, my favourite character. He's back. <laughs> and the tagline is, oh my god, she's kissing Greg. Oh my god, they're killing Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Better put the lasagna in the freezer. They're killing Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Underpass two. Wrath of Greg. Wrath of Greg Feather. Oh, put that pasty in the oven. They're killing Gregs. <laughs> it's oh about my someone God, that only kills Gregs. Gregs the chain. <laughs> People called Greg get killed. God damn, this is rubbish. This is, this is so crap. Yeah, this is terrible. That's it. That's all I've got. Yeah, um, I was going to end it on an even worse note and say that I remember at one point my title was going to be called The Messed Ups instead of The Grown Ups. That's like something a kid would think of. That's really that's rubbish. rubbish. That's like, that's worse than lasagna in the freezer. That's <laughs> the <crap>. Messed Ups. <laughs> it's the sort of film I could see you watching though. Yeah, because you make me. <laughs> I don't want to watch this shit. Right. Are we done? Can we, do? Can we finish? Have you got any more jokes? <laughs> no, I have no more jokes. I have... Do you want me to Google a joke to finish the episode? Nah. Next week we're doing. Next time we're doing uh, small screen Sandler too. If you want to come back next week, probably not gonna. No this one, one will ever. It's also not next week. It's in two weeks. Do you think people will come back after this episode? No, this is our worst one yet, I think. I reckon we're when doing I edit a... it, it might be alright, actually. Yeah, but at the moment we've been ch- talking to three hours, mainly about our student films. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a niche one, isn't it, Becky? 
But to be it fair, is... every time we do a Kevin James film, this seems to be what happens. We did Here Comes the Boom, and it was like literally just about like my That's dad cool. throwing shit in the schools. We did Zookeeper, and I think you just spoke about cooking meat on a fire. <laughs> on the Joe Rogan What? Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never really stay... Because these are kind of spin-off-y episodes, aren't they? Yeah, because no one's listening to this to learn more about Adam Sandler. It doesn't matter. This, this is actually a little bit of a free reign. Mm. You say that, though, but nice. here comes the booms, like our ninth highest listened episode ever. It's the only one oh, this from is the what... last year that's in our top ten. This is why we need to pivot away from uh, being good. <laughs> Just do <laughs> whatever being naughty instead. We'll get kicked out of school like <laughs> Kevin James. Kevin James. Right. So in next time we're doing Small Screen Sandler 2. God damn, that's hard to say. We the finished... Yeah, the sequel. We finished watching all his television appearances at, with um, King of Queens. Another King Kevin Queens. James thing. Mm-hmm. Uh so now we're going back. We're going to watch all these modern things like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We're going to start that from the beginning and watch yeah. all of them. It's going to be pretty fun, I think. Why did we choose to go up to, like, what, 2006? Yeah, I feel like we've got nothing left, right? No, I think that that was kind of like a mid a midway point, I guess. But um, I think it's the midway in terms of years. But I think he did TV a lot more in that early yeah. section. Yeah. So this but is this... going to be quite a small one, but this is like this is going to be him appearing in TV shows, doing cameos as like the biggest comedy movie star, as opposed to being like a little boy playing with a calculator in Dog Police. I've just seen a few things that he's in. This is great. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have anything else to say? Um, I don't think so, really. Like, if you're listening to this and you think that we've glamorized being an artsy i just want you to know like it's just a joke we don't really yeah, we think are. they're cool or or likable they suck yeah we're really anti-nazi firstly having um, said that though luke thomas is hosting a rally in sheffield next week so if you're around dick tickets you can get online <laughs> <laughs> we're covid safe wear a mask <laughs> the, the that's really fucking badass <laughs> 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 The Sheffield Führer. Why do you want to cut that? Do you not want to promote your event? <laughs> you got anything oh, to plug? Yeah, I'm doing a rally at the weekend. One day, these fucking these episodes are going to be used against me <laughs> yeah, in some in something. Yeah, they're going to be like, "Well, look what we heard you say with this one." The time. film starts with Luke Thomas taking the bench, and he says, "Well, I guess I've got a few things to talk about," and then it flashes back to all the podcasts, just like Becky. Just like Becky. Framing device in your low budget (sighs) film. Right. Let's end this. Right. Thank you. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, thesandlapit at gmail.com. Thank you again to Harry Hensey. Thank you, Harry Hensey, for uh, suggesting this film for us. If you have another suggestion, yeah, get in touch with us. Tell us why you really want to hear us uh, talk about Magic Camp starring Adam Devine. We will do it. (laughs) I'll do anything. I really you, hope that Harry Henty isn't like a big fan of the film and we've just ripped it to shreds. Could you imagine? He Not made it. <laughs> you can also contact us, The Sandlipit, uh, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook if you want. Mm-hmm. Some good quality stuff on there. Yeah. Very good stuff. Uh, <laughs> that was very ominous. <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe Tyrone, for doing all the music to this podcast. Um, look him up. He's probably doing some music thing somewhere. Yeah, he's got a new song on the way. I helped him film a video for the other day, which was good. 
don't know if it's going to be ready by the time this goes out but um keep your eyes peeled you might see a a luke terry looking guy in it doing some mad stuff you've shown me a little behind the scenes thing and it looks very good i can't wait to see it in person fingers crossed it turns out good you never know yeah. these things. It could be the new underpass. It could be the new decade. <laughs> For God's sake. If you want to uh, leave us a review as well, it really helps. You can do that on any of your podcast apps. Just give us a uh, five stars and review. Technically, you can't. I think you can only really do reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But Okay, do it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I don't really yeah. know how Apple works, but do it on Spotify. Is that what you say? You're in the fruit aisle. I don't know how Apple works. <laughs> He's like shoving it in his ass. What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I think I'm dehydrated. You fucking lunatic. You need to get some rest. You said you don't know how Apple works. So I said like you could be in the supermarket in the fruit aisle. With an Why apple. did you do the accent? Because <laughs> you're... Um... Hardy. German, aren't you? German. I am actually a 16th German. Yeah, I know. Uh, my 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 grandpa's mum was German. So mm. yeah. Thank you, Luke Thomas, for your artwork. Please, please, please do not draw anything offensive for this episode. <laughs> I am going to draw an eye in the sink, and that is it. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. You've, we've already done an eyeball-based cover, so you can't really go doing oh, that again. Yeah, we can't. All right, fine. I'll do, draw a dead dog <laughs> instead oh, yeah, of fine. John yeah, McGale just... being scolded. Lovely little dead dog. Yeah, thank you as well to Luke Terry for editing together these episodes. Can't wait for you to edit down this four-hour episode on the film Becky. <laughs> the mercifully short film Becky and then an incredibly long podcast. It makes no sense, yeah. does it? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, so come back next time when we're going to be talking about small screen Sandler. And until then, it's been a very happy James Bye from me and a very happy James Bye from him. You bitch. You're clearly a special girl!